This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Jules. Say hello, Jules. Oh, jeez. Hey, what's up? Just me. Oh, oh yeah. Kevin's here, too. Oh, <laughs> that threw me off. Oh, boy. And this is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We do an episode for every episode they do. This is season four, not the final season, season four, season four. episode seven. And things are things aren't just rolling. They're coming to a head now. We are. Yeah, th- this is it. This is it. And we still got a lot of episodes to go, but this is it. This is the, this is the penultimate. No, it's not. But we're getting no, no. there. Seven episodes left, and yet the Wait, story how many? is over. Seven. Seven. There's fourteen this year. Remember, I, right? I don't Boy, understand do we do? where we're going. No. So the whole final seven episodes are going to be what was the half word that was said? Anyways, you can find us. On social media, go to Instagram, search Everything is Fine Podcast, at Nerdy Things Pod on all social media platforms, and www.nerdythingspod.com. But here you are, here we are. We usually call back to last week's episode, but I want to talk about another television show. <laughs> oh, man. Because what I love to do is just throw curveballs. Curveball. Just... Just throw them, see if anybody can hit them. Uh, Kevin and I watch a show. I, I I hope some other people out there watch the show. Otherwise, you just like fast forward. You know that 30-second button? You hit that like four or five times. Um, but there's another show. Uh, I think it's also on NBC, right, Kevin? It is. is it actually airs with yeah. The Good Place. Another hit NBC TV show called Superstore. So if you guys watch Superstore, it, I'm binge-watching it. I'm not quite current. I'm, I'm partway through last season. If you are not... Uh, partway through last season. Again, spoiler alert, also fast forward like two or three times, those 30 second buttons. So we have a show here that takes place at a Walmart-ish place, not Target. We know it's not Target, uh, called Cloud9. And it's just, you know, retail life. I work retail. I have worked retail. I think most people have worked retail. And it's just kind of a retail thing. But there's centers around uh, two main characters, a new guy, well, When the show first starts, his his name is Jonah. And then Amy. Amy is married with a child. Amy is in a what one might call conventional relationship. She's not in an open relationship. She doesn't have an agreement with her husband. um, You know, things like that. And and yet there is this kind of narrative presented to us that there's a will they, won't they with Jonah and Amy. And... yeah, Sam and Diane Sitch, a, a, a Ross and Rachel, if you will, a Ted, Barney and Robin type of thing, because there's three of them. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's happening. And more than most of those shows, I find great chemistry between those two characters. So I'm like rooting for them to get together, which, again, at the point that I'm at, they they are together. And because the other marriage is, is over. But. How does it sit with you guys that they present this will they won't they with with one person who's in a committed relationship? What how does that sit with you guys? Again, talking about ethics. Moral yeah, philosophy. this is yeah, it's tangentially related to yeah. the good place because it's about ethics and 
Yeah, I don't know. That's that's really weird. I mean, they do it a lot, you know, whenever the the two main couple that's supposed to be together, they get they find themselves uh, estranged from each other and they're already in a relationship. But you really want, you know, Jim and Pam back together or whatever. And it's like, oh, but but what if they're happy? They're like whenever you're married you're supposed to be like there this is your person this is found this is done we're we're sticking it to the end but yeah in some of these shows it's like but this guy's kind of cool and he's kind of the main character as well so you want to root for them i don't know it's just a really weird situation and if it's made the right way they don't focus too much on that part of it they just focus on how cool the other person is and they don't show the girl or they don't show the married one with their spouse a whole lot just to be like, oh, this is a weird situation. I don't want to keep throwing it in your face that they are happily married. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. It's a, it's just a weird thing that happens in TV quite a bit. I mean, there have um, been plenty of shows where, where that that's happened. I mean, really, honestly, the only one I can think of right now is Stargate. Uh but of course, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, in Stargate, they completely forget about uh, one of the main characters, Daniel Jackson's wife for like nine friggin seasons. Uh, there, there was even one episode where like they found her and then the next episode, dude falls in love with someone else and just completely blows it away. But it happens. It does on happen. the gate. You know, you, you, know? you do want to root for them, especially in this case. I love Jonah. I hate him, but I love him. I uh, yes, both. I love Amy. <laughs> I think they belong together, yeah. and I think that that is the point. I think that it's it's a tough moral case because that's that is the point of their characters. Yeah, and I I was I'm definitely like from the beginning. I again I thought I think they have better chemistry. There's just something about their relationship that it made me root for them even harder than Ross and certainly Ross and Rachel. I was never like a big Ross and Rachel person, but mm-hmm. uh, you know Ted or or uh, what's what's her name? Yeah, Robin. Barney, Ted, Robin, Ted and Robin, you know, Sam and Diane, like they, the, I thought they had fantastic chemistry. It wasn't even so much of that, like that they offer often do in sitcoms where they bicker with each other and it's supposed to be, oh, look at the opposites attract. They just genuinely had a good time with each other. Yeah. So I really rooted hard. But then Kevin just reminded me pre-show that her ex-husband did YouTube barbecue videos. <laughs> and now I kind of changed my tune. I really want her to get back with uh, living Adam. the dream. I, I mean, yeah. in television shows, they pose like a lot of really weird things like, like that. Like they're like you said, uh, their whole point is to be together in the end. Um, so what does that mean? Like for us in the real world, some people might take it wrong where it's like, Oh, if I have a really good connection with this other person, fuck the person I'm married with. I'm going to go, you know, follow this new relationship. Or they also pose like a lot of the times you see like a big fat dude or a bigger dude with like a really, you know, hot lady because it's like, you mean every Kevin James? Yes. That was specifically in my head. Yes. The King of Queens. (laughs) Yes. That was, literally what i pictured but like things like that it's it's always super weird and and there's always these little tropes that happen in tv shows that we can probably get do away with but it's been going on for so long that everybody just sees it as the norm it's like oh yeah of course he's funny and he's a big guy and now he has like this really smoking hot wife and it's like okay i guess and that you know i don't know it's also awful when they have the couple that's supposed to get together and then they tease it for two or three seasons and then they get together and then they break them up and then or like nine, they get them back together and <laughs> yeah. then they break them up and then mm-hmm. it goes back and, and forth. It and turns like, out 
they were together at the end. Like, yeah. The very last episode. Or yeah. like there's, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like Arrow with uh, Oliver and Felicity or uh, I, I, there's a million, a million other shows out there that do exactly that, that bring people together, then separate them just because that dramatic tension adds to the show. I just I just want people to be happy sometimes. Like, that's also yeah. a normal thing. But then in the office, yeah, like, you see that happy is super boring sometimes. <laughs> like a lot of people hated when Jim and Pam finally got together because it was like, oh, OK, they're happy. OK, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people see that as like boring, but it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. yeah nice. Know. Well, you should. I think you should be good enough as a writing team to be able to write happy you know, relationships in a fun and interesting way because they are fun and interesting. You know what I mean? So I think there should be a way to to present that. I'm trying to think. I, I would say like Chandler and Monica and friends are the perfect example sure. of how, you know, once they get together, their storylines are still humorous and still funny. And they even though they get into fights, then, you know, they they get you know, they don't ever break up or they don't. Oh, this is the end of the world. Like even though Chandler actually tries to end the relationship their first fight because he thinks that's just how things go you know and it's part of the learning process of, of being in a healthy relationship and yeah i think you should be talented enough as a writing team to be able to do that but all right let's move on uh our next segment oftentimes feels overhyped because <laughs> i say that it's the greatest segment in the history of podcasting but but we got two reviews recently and I, I i'm just gonna i'm gonna read them this one, it says, can't live without it. And it's by Just Sarah. Learning the good place was entering its last season nearly broke me, but finding this podcast made me want to live again. Rewatching episode by episode with you guys is like discovering a whole new show and then some. And do I have to mention out of context quotes of the week? Thank you for being nerdy <laughs> obsessives. Just like me, but a heck of a lot funnier. Forking love you guys. Sarah, I think you're just as funny. Thank you very much for that oh, wonderful man. review. For the record, you that didn't right have to, to mention it, but because you did, the money Tim promised you was on its way. Yeah. The next review by Kate Moore 13 is titled Out of Context Quotes. I know it's a joke. It's not. <laughs> but I actually really do look forward to the Out of Context Quotes of the Week. The Good Place is the best for Out of Context Quotes. Love all three hosts as well. Thanks, Kate. Thank you, Kate. And now, without further ado, I <laughs> give you guys is. what you've been waiting for oh, the man. entire week. The highlight of your Monday morning, out of context, <laughs> quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off. All right. Fuck. How do I live up to that? Jeez. All right. I got three. Who's a girl got a fork to get a oops my bad? Uh, oh, good. Muffin and Ducky are on the case. Yep. <laughs> Uh, if it somehow helps, there's a small dove in your pocket. <laughs> Those are mine. <laughs> nice. Uh, I had a couple. I actually didn't think I had this many uh, until I sat down and looked at my list. Um, you all look so splendid. You could work the coat check at the Met Gala. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'm always down for forking it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Same. I'm not scared. I'm yelling to let you know I'm still here. I'm very brave. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Brent is a toilet full of broccoli. <laughs> yeah. I love how uh, one of our 
Maximum Derricks, I think it was, was it Michael? I, I forget who it was. Right after the episode aired, just posted on the thing, just before I forget, Toilet Full of Broccoli. <laughs> that was his only post. <laughs> oh, I mean, shorts, Kathy. What isn't my problem with her? Right. <laughs> Yes, some of us are below five foot ten, but other than that, it's literally perfect here. <laughs> we hope that our early successes make up for the mess that we've become, like Facebook or America. Yeah. I mean, it's better than thermometer guy or angry cat or a smiling poop coil. <laughs> what a twist! It's like something out of a Chip Driver novel. Oh God. Yep. And finally. I'm friends with Sting. <laughs> um, and that it, has been out of context quotes of the week. That was uh, Matt Moffat. He just put toilet full of yeah. broccoli. Nice. Didn't want to forget it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a lot of people would, did put some of the quotes that we picked in the discussion in the discussion post. So thank you so much. So last, I just love that he did it immediately, like <laughs> yeah. right after the episode aired. No, no other context. Yep. Let me just make a out post, guys, before I forget, throw this out there. So literally out of context. After last week's episode, my wife put a poll on Twitter to ask her, all of her, her followers who name drops better, Tahani or Alexis from Schitt's Creek. And oh, it geez. was a resounding Tahani. Yeah, of course. If anybody out it's there literally... hasn't watched Shit's Creek, you really should. Uh, Alexis has had a really weird life. Not quite as many ups <laughs> as Tahani, but definitely really w noteworthy. Yeah. It's, when it... your go-to move to draw attention back to yourself and make it seem totally normal is to yell out, I'm friends with Sting, you know the <laughs> name drop into your thing. That's exactly it. <laughs> All right, Kevin, tell us what happened in this episode, please. All right, it's the final day. It's the final countdown. So we're in the last, what, 24 hours or so, 12 hours of the five hours, an hour. Like, it keeps, the, the clock just keeps jumping right to the mm -hmm. end. And, and the gang is just trying to make that one last push and get everybody the points that they need so they can succeed. And Jason has a couple of really on point suggestions for them before they screw everything up and wind up probably <laughs> not getting any points and winding up in the negative and screwing all humanity for all eternity. The end. <laughs> yes, that's And there's a cliffhanger, a literal cliffhanger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we start this episode with Eleanor hosting a video, a promo video for The Good Place that reminds me of something that's trying to lure retirees into a senior living complex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like every video I've ever seen. Come live here where yeah. it's wonderful. There's shuffleboard and a golf course. Uh, but not before she could just basically try and give away the whole thing at the very end. And by the way, just do really good stuff as much as possible by midnight, because why not? Just in case. Bye guys. I mean, I feel like it was yeah. either that or we were going to get the side effects because this was a, a medication for like not shitting yourself in public or something. Cause they always do that. They always yeah. have like horseback riding and like pointing at seagulls. And it's like, what, 
really, what are you trying to convey here? And yeah, and then the side <laughs> effects are twenty times longer, yeah. than than worse than what you're actually trying to fix. May yes. cause sudden late yeah. onset early uh, you know, it sudden infant death yeah. syndrome. It's like what? Death. what? I don't <laughs> death. No. Just death. Whenever death is one of the side effects, I'm usually going to steer clear of that medicine. They're all I also want to know when when they're advertising medicines, why am I going to go to the doctor and ask about a medicine? You shouldn't. If I if I need a medicine, isn't the doctor just giving me the medicine and yeah. hopefully the best medicine that I should be on? Healthcare is broken. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, that wasn't it's healthcare is broken. And the big government and and all of all of the the everybody, Bernie. Yeah. Just, okay. Just take so, my loans. I don't want them. Just, I'll forgive them. I'll forgive them all. And all I have to do is tax the bill. Brent one percent. Yes. That's it. Just tax Please. Brent one percent. Okay. So Tahani seems to have settled into her party uh, hostess role again, and Janet's going to eat her babies, and Doctor <laughs> Presto violently, and, violently. What? Don't look at her. There's a lot going on here in this moment. <laughs> so, so Janet's going to eat the babies violently. Don't look at her. Where did Michael learn magic? <laughs> Human magic? He's, what? He's He's been bored but, for the last six months. Okay, okay. Everything's been going great. But this has always been Michael. Michael's fascinated with humans. This is yeah, why, true. not to skip ahead, but That's this true. is why he still, to this day, has a drawer full of paper clips. Mm, yep. This isn't even the good place we knew. This is a new good no. place. He still has those damn paper <laughs> he clips. A, he has a new drawer. Same paper clips. New drawer. Hey, hey Janet, uh, don't forget the paper clips when you reconstruct. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But that makes uh, sense. my ta- my my takeaway out of the, all of that mess was that Michael is also now using Bafo. When was the last time you heard someone say Bafo? I mean the 60s 1922 i don't uh, yeah batman adam west <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i just love it all right the humans are all together looking their snazziest even good enough to check coats at the met gala everyone seems friendly enough even though brent comes in running from birdies and throws his towel at the only black guy in the room yeah oh yeah just why yeah. he just uh, why <laughs> jesus uh but simone has a bit of news to share she's been doing some digging and she thinks maybe things aren't as they should be in the quote-unquote good place this makes sense because after a while she was just super complacent with everything even though she was she thought she was going crazy for a really long time and things were super weird but it does make sense she was like okay let's kind of go with it but now that she pulled out all of her plans all of the things she's been researching uh, it, it makes sense for her character and it's like wow uh, here it is something's going on the she murder board she needed yeah. push pins and red yarn to connect them all yeah i didn't see any yeah, of that. Right? what i did see sad. on it though was that eleanor oh, had boy. bombastic detective written under her photo Ooh, so bombastic, bombastic detective. detective, which I can only assume is a Veronica Mars reference. Ah, oh, good one. 
not a shaggy reference mr bombastic really fantastic wow <laughs> wow deep cut both of y'all okay last week it was kevin with uh missy elliott and then you with a shaggy reference y'all are I, y'all are surprising me every day next week it's andre 3000 yeah oh wow i, didn't I don't know, know how anybody on this earth can hear the word bombastic and not think of shaggy he's mr bombastic anyway. mr lava lava all right so, mr. You lava, lava. lava. <laughs> mm, Mr. Lover Lover. Oh my God. Mr. Lover Lover. <laughs> All right. Janet thinks that there's a one in 900 trillion chance that she might be able to see the scoreboard. <laughs> nope. That did not work. I love how immediate that was. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Instantaneous. Gave it a shot. <laughs> oh, but there's only five hours left, and Eleanor is not used to losing. And she's not going to lose this one. So, but Simone has been gathering all of this data, even though she didn't tell Muffin. <laughs> but it's, it seems like uh, Eleanor and Michael have been focusing all of their attention on them instead of dumb Kathy. But you know what? <laughs> Muffin wasn't the only one that was keeping secrets because Ducky never told her anything about Jason, but John's going to, and Jason was born in a swimming pool. Unpack that. I, I really, all of it. Do I have to? That was, that was in the first sentence of him introducing himself. So he, <laughs> you, he started at the very beginning. You do. You start at the beginning. What do you start in the middle, <laughs> Jules? Or are you like, hi, Trump, I'm Jules. Nothing. I had a muffin this morning. No. Yeah. This this isn't a Quentin Tarantino movie, okay? We're gonna oh, okay. start at the beginning for real. I was I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, and I was born in a swimming pool. No, no, no. He said, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Go Jags, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's what he said. Yep. Go Jags. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so Brent also chooses to confess his secrets, and that is that they are not in the best place. Uh, but he's going into the best place. But Tahani suggests that they just all enjoy themselves, just get back to the party. And I just want to point out, because uh, this show has been so perfect for so long, but it's super convenient that Simone has been collecting all of this data and chooses the the last five hours of the experiment. Yeah. yeah. To just unload it all. Yeah. It, it would have been it would have made more sense if like she came upon like her a final conclusion or something like, oh, somebody said right. something. It's like, oh, that's like the final thing I needed to, uh, you know, make this whole thing that i've been researching makes sense and now here's all my stuff but she was like no it it's a couple hours left and hey here's what i'm what i've been working on for what six months they said I mean, maybe I'll, like i'll defend I it know. though i will i'll defend it okay. because here she is being told she has all of eternity so she starts gathering data because that's who she is and then all of a sudden the people she's suspicious of starts making a big deal out of this not at all interesting milestone of one year in the face of all of eternity mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a literal clock on her work i can absolutely see that being some sort of push forward to the reveal like it was too obvious and so she suddenly felt like she had to out herself and say, listen, here's what I've got. What do you think? Yeah. And listen, then- Simone, why do you always have to be right? <laughs> <laughs> My nature. True. 
All right. Well, yeah. So, but now she's placed this immediacy on it. So they're supposed to, you know, go to the party, uh, but keep your eyes out. Except Muffin and Ducky <laughs> have another. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. I do know, it. right? <laughs> Judy and Simone are on a different mission, and they go in and ransack the office and discover Michael's song lyrics and the party face confused face board. Why do they Man. still have that? It was for four photographs, and it's been an entire year. And the <laughs> photographs were moved in like month two, and also, yeah. like that wasn't a closet before. How did she find that? It's it's the only thing in the closet. But it or wasn't room, a closet. No, she pulled that out of a closet in the back of the room that didn't exist up to this point. I know. Well, not that we knew. Of, I guess. Yeah. But it's still. It's the only thing. Is it like the room of requirement? It's just made <laughs> no. for for the person the who wanted, needs to yeah. use it. So Michael was like, "Oh, hey, let's let's find a place for the the board," and pushes it into this room of requirement. And then Simone's like, "Hmm, I need to find a clue." Oh, hey, here's the board that Michael pushed into the room of requirement. The literal room of requirement know. is Janet's void. <laughs> it, maybe it's uh, Jason's butthole or something. I don't know. Oh, Janet's gosh. sub void. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Void two. All right, the Ugh. sequel. So, so we know now that 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 the humans are on to them, and Team Cockroach does not know what to do. Eleanor's suggestion is to just let their early triumphs make up for the mess that they're in right now, like we do every day in this country, the United States. But Michael has a go big or go home type of scenario, so fork it. Let's go for it, because Jason's always down for forking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The big plan is apparently to put on a magical performance, though. That's kind of weird, except boom! <laughs> it's not the plan because Brent is now hanging in a hole. I loved that Michael was trying so hard. He had 75 cents. He had three quarters. Uh, <laughs> That's even harder. He asked Janet. Yeah, he asked <laughs> Janet, can't you make them clap harder? And then she said, uh, "She they see what they, they see, see, man, they see, man, or something like that. Like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, like, such a burn. Yeah. It was. It was actually one of my out-of-context quotes that left on the cutting room floor. They see what they see, Aww. man. <laughs> such a casual burn. Uh, so, yeah. So, Br Brent's in the hole. Uh, his immediate reaction is he's going to sue everybody and own this place. Because even getting pushed in a hole can't make him seem any better. Um, no. And Michael and Eleanor find very unsuspicious ways to get everybody else away from the hole, except for the three people involved in the experiment, because this is making things better and less obvious. Is it? <laughs> what, what was their, their reasoning behind it? Was that they would help him. He would see some sort of ways that like, oh, even though I'm like, a, I don't know. What, what was their what was their reasoning behind this hole? Like this was going to be the reason is be because you have to throw the toilet full of broccoli in the hole. You can't throw the guy with the quarters bounceable ass in there who's right? really nice because everybody will want to save him. So if you throw mm -hmm. the toilet full of broccoli down there and they save him anyways, it's the only way that in what, 20 minutes you can get the points that you need. That's the plan. As Jason put it, it's a Hail Mary. It's not prevent defense because prevent defense prevents 
nothing except for losing. I can't even explain it as well as Jason did. <laughs> it prevents you <laughs> from really winning. Yeah. <laughs> Jason makes two like... coherent points in a in a matter of 45 seconds. He hasn't made that many coherent points in the last 493 years. No, he hasn't. Do they have any It was do enough. They have Jags football in the good place. Has he been watching? Has he been keeping up with the season? Sure. He's been playing Madden in his butt. Jeremy Barrymy, yeah. man. Right. But it was it was enough that Tahani made a comment about it. Yeah. Right. I think that's going to be important later. I yeah, that's definitely something that they're going to bring up or Jason's going to do another one of those. Um there was some even like discussion in the the everything is fine facebook group type in on facebook everything is fine and we should pop up talk about it talk about the show with a bunch of other people but hey they were saying what i'm sorry i just uh it's something just occurred to me while we're talking about talking uh eleanor swore this episode she said, she damn. said damn it yeah but it was after the experiment was over was it well, it's when she was pretending to be a bad place person. Yeah, but the experiment wasn't over. Yeah, but they can there turn was... the filters on and off. They probably turned it off so they could be bad place. Maybe. That was my reason, my rationale when I saw I'd it. Buy that. Yeah. All right. Um, but someone else said that it might have been that there, there's like a, a theory that Jason is the god or whatever, or Jason is the the person, the final person that's been sent. I don't know. There, there's a bunch of cool theories about Jason. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts on on Jason's growth, especially in this episode with hmm. two coherent thoughts. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nikki Nikki Bales was very suspicious of Jason making two coherent points in a matter of two minutes he's, he's like a demon I, I thought he'd been replaced <laughs> yeah oh so yeah we're back at the hole and all of these years cheaty still thinks i mean well, i know it's not the same cheaty but we've been through like 500 reboots it's been like a, a freaking eon and he still thinks it's the damn almond milk that's got him in the bad right? place. <laughs> I mean, it is though, isn't it? Yeah, of course. The environmental impact. He knew it. He knew it. He knew it, and he's kept drinking that almond milk. Asshole. But yeah, not a fan. <laughs> Even considering his mass almond milk consumption, he chooses to stay and help Brent because that is his duty to humanity. Meanwhile, the other two peace out in the Escalade. They're gone. Where do you think they went? Do you have any predictions on where they're, where they're going, where they're headed? They didn't call a train. They're probably in well, Brent's Escalade. Well, they went the way in the Escalade, but it, does the Escalade have like train powers now? No. It, did Brent like create a train Escalade? No. He didn't create the a train Escalade. Oh, yes. I well, where, where could that thing possibly drive to? Then? Nowhere. They're, they're they can't drive beyond the limits. Around the town. Oh, gosh. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Mindy Sinclair's. That's what next episode's so, going to yeah. be. It's just, where where did they go? What trouble are they getting into? Where did you come from? Where did you no, go? Where did yeah, you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. No, I think the next episode is definitely going to be them looking for them because they're like, the experiment's over. Where are your test subjects? And it's like, well, we don't know where they're at. And it's like, well, we don't know where they're at. So they're probably all going to go. They're going to get the judge in there, get some people. I don't know. Well, 
we, we, we can get to that because now we know that Chidi has fallen in the hole trying to help Brent. <laughs> Idiot. And there's eight minutes left on the clock. You got two humans in a hole, two missing. What's the only thing left to do to try and win the game? Well, you blow it up a second I, time. I mean, that's the Eleanor playbook. Well, if there's one thing we've learned from Jason through all these years, that's the thing. Yeah. You can always blow things up Mortals. one more time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they get Cheaty to understand that they're actually in the bad place. <laughs> that was perfect. That was great. I finally got it. It took me four seasons. I finally got it. <laughs> you nailed it. That's probably the final la laugh that they're going to have. <laughs> the final bad laugh. Eleanor and Michael playing the bad pl well obviously not a stretch from Michael but Eleanor joining the playing in the bad place demon was so perfect it worked out so well I did think that they added uh, the damn it as a way to make them think they were the bad place and what a twist I mean it's like something straight out of a chip driver novel unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but the real twist is that Chidi calls Brent out finally just says all right forget it this is it you're a bad person I don't need to think it anymore. I don't need to guess it. I'm a bad person. You're a bad person. And I'll give credit to the actor because he looked genuinely confused, panicked. Uh, like it was absolute perfect. They, they, they talk about actors making a choice. That was the perfect choice. I wouldn't have played it that way. I thought about it after. I'm like, no, that wouldn't, it, that wouldn't exactly how I would have been and done it. He was like, no, 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 no. Wait. And then you could see like him, the, the, the clock turning, thinking, no, maybe mm -hmm. I know. Then, then it, it went from denial to no, this can't be happening to crap. What do I do now? It was such a perfect little performance from him. And then he's about to say something to Chidi. He's uh, halfway through, we think the word apologize, I think a genuine apology, and Ooh. boom, frozen. The clock strikes zero. So two things. One, was he really apologizing? Nope. Or was it going to be in a non-apology? Yep. Two, wherever Simone and, and John are in the Escalade, I presume they've also just frozen. So- I mean, why not? I'm, if they're outside the the city limits, maybe they haven't. Maybe they don't have. But the how same... could they get outside? Unless unless the Escalade is a train, maybe. how could they get outside the city? Right, limits? and that's that's the thing. We don't have enough information to go on. We don't even know what the 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 city limits are and what happens. Is the sure. train necessary, or could you walk those tracks? They use that little handcart from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. So maybe the Escalade could drive down the tracks and have the same effect. I mean, they blew right. it up though. They, drew, they well, blew the, entrance, the tunnel, but not the, the tracks, tracks are yeah. still the way to Mindy St. Clair's as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Eh. I think another question is, who's driving the Escalade? I think that might be important, too. It could be like a super twist or somebody we know, Derek's driving the Escalade or something, oh, or something crazy. I don't know. I think uh, we're overlooking as well that could pull that off where somebody important is driving the he escalator does have somewhere that to something. Yeah. He does. Um, I just but, assumed that it was a self-driving car. Uh, maybe. Oh, true. Maybe. It's the, but, it's the good know. place. But yeah, that was a fantastic performance. 
by that actor. Like you said, Timmy, he's just going through all the emotions. And I love that. They just kind of stayed on him for a little while and just let him emote and go through it. And you can see physically on his face, him going through all of everything, like trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what he's to do next. And I, we don't know if he's actually contemplating if he is actually a bad person. <laughs> like this could be the realization that he is a real bad person and this is what it took, but we don't know yet. And if it was enough or not no. to explode. A second Let's go time. on record. Jules, apology or non-apology? I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's an apology, but I'm going to say that, it's not going to matter because time stopped. So it, okay. it was going to be an apology, but it's not going to count for any points because he didn't finish. Kevin, apology or non-apology? Uh, I'm going to tell you, based on the week I have had, there is zero chance that was an apology. That was, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to elaborate on what I mean by that on air, but <laughs> but really what that was, that was a non-apology. That was him about to explain or say, I apologize if you think A, B, and C but that was a non-apology if I've ever heard one. I'm going to go with apology. I think when you're delusional for your whole life, like Brent has been, because your delusions have been confirmed by your situation and by your surroundings, and then somebody finally unconfirms deconfirms or does not confirm your delusions you are met with it face on and i think he kind of knew it in the back of his head the whole time and it was finally a chance to to realize i am an asshole everybody's been lying to me and allowing me to lie myself i am so sorry and i think it was real the question is as jules posed will it count no and I think the next seven damn episodes are going to be <laughs> about does it count or does it not count? And what do we do? Yeah, uh, just the whole that's... all of the last seven episodes is them just sitting down <laughs> ethically debating whether right. he actually changed or not. Yeah. Running the playbook forward and back, yeah. trying to determine. Oh, I don't know, man. I just know Fremulon and I can't wait till next week because this is the kind of cliffhanger we've been looking for. Right? Yeah. All I know I is one thing. You know what they say? It's zero o'clock and the sky is somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing that I don't want to see is them do the experiment again somehow or in some way. Like that's the one way that I would not be excited. Like any other possibility, I would be happy. Anything that they can pull out of their uh, magic hat, <laughs> whether it be 75 cents or a dollar like i'd rather have anything else so, than them redo the experiment with this show though if they did it would be a show of clip shows like it would be an episode of them just showing us how each one screwed up but how each one screwed up in a way that meant we got to redo it which i think could be really funny okay yeah yeah yeah. like the way they did all the yeah. other redos exactly where it was just like 800 or whatever exactly yeah. right so one thought that I have, too, is that when when we saw uh, the judge test the humans last time, they each went on in their own individual personalized test. So is it possible that they just kind of put them in a room or put them in a situation, restart time and then interview them and be like, OK, what what did you learn? Because now we're 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 in question. Wait a second. Was Brent a, a, about to have the biggest breakthrough 
of anybody in this whole one year thing. And we were just that short. So let's ask Brent to elaborate. Let's ask a blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Kind of oh. like Jason playing Madden or Tahani walking through the hall of famous people. Yeah. You know, okay. Oh, I, I just realized. So it could be an individualized test for each of them to kind of settle once and for all. What did they learn how did they grow over the course of that time i thought we were all on the same page up to this point but i've just realized that the the um pretend game that i have been playing you guys have been playing for real see i've been pretending that these four new people mattered uh when in reality it's the test is tahani jason eleanor and chidi well that yeah that was said last week that's that's i mean this is the real thing it doesn't matter the test was passed. Eleanor never gave up. She was trying to make these people better, not for herself, but for all of humanity, which I think is a much loftier goal. I think we win either way. Sure. And Jason made coherent points yep. by the end and actually did care about other people. And Tahani basically just used <laughs> her party planning ability to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good point, Kevin. And it's it, it was it was a comment that was made on the group last week. Uh, especially because Michael was talking to Bad Janet and talked about his hope being those humans. So it's a, I mean, perfectly valid point. I'm just not so sure. Uh, yeah, because right. I don't know. Chidi is the weird one because he is, uh, he did. Well, that could have been his test. Like he d obliterated his memories to to help out. So that could yeah. be him giving he away a year ago. You know, his most <laughs> prized thing. Sure. So. Mm -hmm. So we many questions, know. guys. Right? So many questions. I don't even know. Uh, but I know that you can talk about it with us and have a good time debating with other people and, and just re recapping the episode and, and talking about the fun things that happened. If you go to Facebook and search, everything is fine. You will find us and the hundred something other Maximum Derricks who would just enjoy this show so dang much. And I just can't wait to... to Keep going with it. You can also go to Instagram at Everything Is Fine Podcast. You can find us on all social medias at Nerdy Things Pod and www.nerdythingspod.com. And tell you. us how much you love out of context quotes of the week on iTunes. So you can give us an iTunes review and uh, one of us will read it on the show. Give us five stars. Yeah. It's going to be Tim. Hopefully. Yeah. You don't need to tell us how, how much you love it because we know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> But as always, guys, thank you so much and have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Bye.